Welcome to the Feel Strong Fitness Podcast, fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle programs created for your goals and your reality. No magic pills, no judgments, and no time to waste. Let's get into it. podcast. I'm Justin McClintock. Thank you so much for listening, downloading, tuning in, pressing all the buttons to get my lovely voice in your lovely ears. Today we are talking about pain and the idea that pain is information. Pain is physical. Pain is emotional. Pain is real. We are not discounting that pain hurts and is very uncomfortable, whether it's acute or chronic. But Pain is information and can be used to direct what you should do next. Pain is not required for progress. Pain should not be ignored. So what are we talking about? Pain can be almost anything. And if you have exercised for a while, if you have done some kind of training, especially resistance training, and worked pretty hard, and worked in some kind of progressive way, hopefully some version of progressive overload, doing more, harder, faster, more volume, heavier weights, slower tempos. There's lots of ways to overload a program, but at some point you have probably felt some pain. Moving through life, this happens all the time. It is completely normal for it to happen once in a while with exercise. Pain may be some soreness, during or after or even way after an exercise two days later the infamous doms delayed onset muscle soreness pain could be an acute pain a twinge a tweak a pinch a pull something that's very uncomfortable it may be something you've dealt with for a while it may be something where your shoulder never feels good when you wake up in the morning it may be your elbow hurts when you pull down when you try and do pull-ups or lat pull downs your Left elbow always hurts in just this certain way. All of this is information and should be listened to, should not be ignored. If it hurts when you do something, that is really useful information. And depending on how much it hurts, probably pushing through is not the right answer. Now, we're not talking about being uncomfortable during a run. If you're uncomfortable because breathing hard is hard and your cardiorespiratory endurance Uh, is still you're still working on that working on getting faster which most people are and you're pushing it it feels like your heart is going to explode through your chest and your lungs are on fire this is discomfort but i wouldn't qualify that as pain we will very typically ask people if they say something hurts we'll ask for a one to ten scale in doctor's offices they uh, have a one to seven scale typically and they have little pictures that go along with it where a one is a like smiling happy person And a seven person is screaming, crying, in agony, wailing. Really, basically, the the top is unbearable. We usually use one to ten for ease of use. And anything one through three, I'm probably okay with. It's information. I want to know. But it's not necessarily a, a stoplight. It's more like a yellow light. If we're doing a movement, maybe we would slow it down. We might insert a tempo, we might insert some isometrics, we might find some places to make sure this is really under control, because if something hurts when we're doing it slowly, we certainly don't want to start doing it dynamically, 
but a one to three is okay. This is we're still collecting information. We don't know enough about what's going on, but we can start to work around this pain, this discomfort, and find out maybe what's going on. So don't ignore it. Pushing through, if something hurts when you do it, especially if it's a pinching, acute, you know, when you do this movement or when you do this movement under load or when you do this movement with some dynamicism, it hurts, stop it. You're probably doing damage. You're not permanent damage necessarily, but something is likely inflamed or slightly out of place or both of those things. And we should work on fixing that so you can move forward, not just beating the hell out of something that's already inflamed in the name of carrying on or being tough or fill in the blank, whatever reason you would have for continuing to do something if something is like a 6 out of 10 on the pain scale. Now, the other side of it, we rarely tell people to just take it easy. If they're like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sore this morning. Uh, I think I'm just going to take the day off. That's not an unreasonable answer. It's not an unreasonable thing to say. If it happens once in a while, that's fine. If that's a typical response to being sore or exercising, we will usually suggest continuing to exercise. Movement often fixes these things. Getting some blood flowing through your muscles often feels better. And being a little sore, being at like a 2 out of 10, that's not enough to justify skipping a workout for most people most of the time in most circumstances. Obviously, these are broad generalizations and there are reasons for, there are exceptions to absolutely every rule. But taking it easy is probably not the thing. On that same note, if you have that acute pain, if when you deadlift a bar, you're a six out of 10 in your lower back. The answer isn't don't exercise. The answer isn't don't do anything involving your lower back. Maybe in that moment, if you're in, for example, if you're in a group fitness class and you're deadlifting and you get an acute pain in your back, ooh, ah, that really hurts. Well, what is it? That's like a six out of 10 pain. It just came out of nowhere. In that moment, yeah, we'll stop. We won't pick on your lower back. Something happened. We don't have enough information. We'll figure it out. If seven to 10 days later, it still hurts. If that's still a thing, we are definitely going to be doing work in and around your back to make it better. If you come to us with a chronic thing, well, my back has hurt for a long time, or it always hurts when I do this. Uh, it frequently hurts when I do this. I always get hurt when I do this. I've always found these uncomfortable. I can't move through my full range of motion on X, Y, or Z. We will almost immediately start doing some testing. We're going to talk about this in a future podcast, but we will be looking at your mobility. We'll be looking at your flexibility. We will start doing some strength balance testing. What can you do for pull-ups as opposed to your high row? What can you do for step-ups on your left leg as opposed to your right leg? Can you touch your toes? What does your ankle dorsiflexion look like? All of these things working around to figure out what's going on so we know how to go forward. We're not going to just take it easy. We're not going to just not do things with your back. We're going to figure out why and make a solution, assuming it's a priority. If it only hurts when you uh, something esoteric, it, if it only hurts when you snatch, your back feels fine when you squat, your back feels fine when you pick things up off the ground, but something about snatching really lights your back up and you're not planning on competing as a weightlifter, you're not planning on competing in CrossFit, you don't really care if you ever snatch again, perhaps we would let it go. 
but we would walk through those priorities, we would explain other things, and we would still do some testing to make sure that it's not just something about the relatively esoteric movement of the snatch that's lighting it up, but something in your physiology with that weight isn't lining up right. And that could very well be important for the future. So your pain, your soreness, your discomfort is important. Now, I feel obligated to say at this point, soreness is also something you shouldn't seek out. Discomfort is fine, but seeking to be sore all the time is a fool's game and is not the information it is often perceived as. Being sore, yes, it probably means you did some damage to your muscles in a, in a likely good way. Damaging muscles is how we make them stronger. You don't need to feel sore after every workout. You shouldn't feel sore after every workout. If you only work out until you feel sore all the time, you are likely backing yourself into a recovery corner you won't be able to dig your way out of. Being sore some of the time is fine. Being sore after you do a movement you haven't done in a while is fine. Or after you do a movement that you haven't done at load in a while is fine. If you've been squatting, but this is the first time you've squatted above 85% in four months, you are likely going to feel that the next day or the day after that. That's perfectly normal. But you should not chase soreness. It is an unreliable indicator of how hard you worked or how effective your training is. Your training can be very effective. Your training can be giving you exactly the results you want, including uh, muscle growth, including hypertrophy, including tremendous strength gains without you feeling sore from it. Soreness has a lot of factors that go into it. It's not a bad thing. I'm not against feeling sore sometimes when you work out, but you shouldn't feel sore all the time. And you should not chase soreness in a workout. It's important. All right, I feel like I've covered that. If you have pain, if you have discomfort, if something is coming up, sure, Google it. Everyone Googles it. We love the questions that come back. People think they have this disorder or that disorder. And once in a while, they're right. It has definitely happened. Someone did a bunch of research, read some things. They're like, hey, I have this and this and this and this symptoms. It lines up with this. And we say, oh, I mean, that's a possibility. Let's do some assessing and testing, figure it out. And it turns out, yeah, often in conjunction with another medical professional. Yep, it turns out you're exactly right. You have this diagnosis or syndrome or whatever with your pain, your discomfort, whether or not you've had it diagnosed, whether or not we know exactly what it is, we need to do something, do something. And maybe you do something on your own. My hip hurts all the time. I'm going to go on YouTube, find hip sore stretch, do some things with a band around my hip or laying on a foam roller or some stretches up against the wall, whatever it is. Great, good, grand, fine. I love it do it, then did that work? Note what you did, note if it worked. If it worked, fantastic. We found a way forward. We can perhaps explain why it worked. We can explain why it happened. If it didn't work, why didn't it work? Also very important. Why do you think it didn't work? Did you only do it once? Did you stretch once for 30 seconds and never did it again? That is possibly not enough. Maybe that stretch is exactly what you need, but we need to put it in your life three days a week for 40 seconds at a time. Knowing why something didn't work can be as important as knowing why it did work because you need to know what's going on. Pain is often not something you have to live with. It is sometimes. There are definitely lots of 
conditions which bring chronic pain along with them. And that's terrifically unfortunate. And there are ways to deal with that and mitigate that and lessen that pain. But if you are someone who is uncomfortable all the time, it always hurts when I do this. When I wake up, I always feel like this. If I walk for more than 10 minutes, I feel like this. This is potentially not something you have to live with. Pain is information. Take that information. I suggest bringing it to a professional who knows how to do things with this information and find a path forward because getting you out of pain, especially especially getting you out of chronic pain, especially getting you out of chronic pain associated with movements and elements and things that you like to do, things that you enjoy can be incredibly rewarding for both you and the person you're working with. We love it when someone sends us a note, hey, I squatted down to look at something today and I realized for the first time in five years, I squatted all the way down and it didn't hurt. I didn't even think about it. I just got down on the ground. That's amazing. That's freeing. That is a path forward for life that can literally make them a more functional human being for the next 30 or 40 years. I used to not be able to do push-ups because my shoulder always clicked and now my shoulder doesn't make any noise and it feels really good. This was a 10-week shoulder strengthening program and it worked like a charm. Thank you so much. I love doing push-ups and now they're back. I feel strong again. This is terrifically rewarding for the coach, but also for you. That's the thing that matters here. We want you to feel strong. The name isn't an accident. We really care about how you feel and feeling strong, feeling capable, feeling like you can do all of these things is important. If you don't feel that way because of pain, because of discomfort, because of chronic soreness, because something isn't working, I suggest reaching out to us, but find yourself someone you trust and you like. Look it up, do some Googling, try a thing, certainly be your own scientist. Use that information. Use the pain, use the discomfort, take the information for what it is and use it to move forward because you can set yourself free with this stuff. We're going to call it there. Thank you so much for tuning in to Feel Strong Fitness Podcast. My name is Justin McClintock. I really appreciate all the word of mouth team. It means the world to me. If you could go on whatever you're listening to this on, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, whoever you are in the UK that's listening, I really appreciate it. Leave your reviews, uh, write, uh, drop five stars on that review if you have a chance. The review matters a lot. The five stars also helps. Share it, send it along, take the screenshots, text it to someone. However you share this, it really, really helps, and I cannot tell you how much I appreciate it. Thank you so much. My name is Justin McClintock. Feel strong. Thank you everyone so much for listening. Please visit us at feelstrong.me. Find us on Instagram at feelstrongfit. You can DM us to get started, pick our brain, rate and review us on iTunes. Please, five stars there makes a really big difference. And folks, remember, we don't work with everyone, but we'll talk to anyone. If you're ready to get started today, so are we. Thank you again and feel strong.